Yo, what up? What's poppin', son? It's your man, Dean Edwards. You know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Father Market Protocol with special brought back in the house. My man, Big Mike, but first, bring in the music, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good right now. Ooh, ooh, I'm feeling good right now. Ooh, ooh, I'm feeling good right now. You, too. Yeah, man, we back, back, back in the living room doing what we do for the Muckin' Protocol. As always, shout out, uh, make sure you check out all things comedy and all the wonderful comedians that have wonderful podcasts popping off over there. My man, Ian Edwards, Sucker Comic Red. My man, Dean Del Rey. Let there be talk, man. What's up, fool? My man, Felipe Esparza. Nakira Sultanovich. So you got a lot to choose from, man. Shout out All Things Comedy. Shout out uh, Sky Radio. And uh, and, and we, we we brought my man back. It's been a while. You know, I've been flying totally solo. Um, and I told y'all Vessi is coming back soon. We got Vessi coming up. But also, y'all, y'all got to recognize, real, recognize, real. Got my man with the sounds. My man Big Mike back in the building, baby. Mike, say what up, son? Up. <laughs> he, he's so full of energy on an early afternoon. <laughs> just came because you owed me money. So <laughs> you know it's funny. I did. Too. <laughs> I did. I owed. I owed him paper, man. Mike. Mike just did a um, did an incredible job uh, shooting. We were at Gotham uh, Comedy Club. I might have mentioned this to y'all recently that we uh we shot. Uh, I was at Gotham. We shot um. The sold-out shows, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of good about that. No media. Who needs media? We don't need media. We do it ourselves, son. Our, our, our power, our name is, is strong in these streets. And, um, and, and I'll never forget it. I was extremely excited. I'm on my way. Friday night, we had good shows. And we had, we had good numbers, especially for um, Friday okay. after work uh, crowd. Um, so I'm on my way. My wife headed to uh headed to Gotham on Saturday, and as I'm driving, I, it might have even been before I left because Mike Mike and uh what's Schultz's brother's name? Greg Andrew Schultz's brother Greg. Greg. Shout out to Greg Schultz, um a- Andrew from uh you know guy guy code fam a code gang uh, and also the brilliant idiots another podcast you can check out not on all things comedy but still you should uh check check out. Uh, Schultz and uh, it's Charlemagne the God for all those that uh, don't don't know. Um, you know, there's no donkey today. The donkey today is anyone that's not listening to the Father Market Protocol. <laughs> Mike didn't know I could do that. <laughs> I got a lot of them, son. Anybody you can't do. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I I I'm not gonna say yes or no. I just I, I, it goes deep, player. And so um, Mike texts me that he and uh, Greg were setting up. Uh, cameras. We were doing a three-camera shoot. Um, my manager suggested. He said, "You know what?" He was like, "Look, buddy. Uh, you know what? If we're gonna we're gonna sell a special, we gotta we gotta make it look special." And and so he said, "You know, instead of just doing the standard wide shot and then uh, medium close-up shot, medium close-up being say maybe around a little below your waist up, um, and wide shot being the entire stage." That's nice if you're just using something to submit to like a late night, like the 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 Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon right. or 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 Conan O'Brien, or even um, uh, the Late Show with James Corden. 
if you if you're trying to do do a set on those shows. Stephen Colbert. I was trying to think of uh, Colbert's name, but if you we're, we're in the process of of I will get this comedy special popping. I will. You see, I don't want. I will. Huh? You got to put it out. Everybody that that's listening to me, you hear the sound of my voice. Don't want it. Will it? You can want it, but you want you want to make it a reality. You got to will it. And so I'm willing myself into um, having having this revolutionary, groundbreaking, universally uh, heralded and accepted and loved comedy special. I'm very specific when when I meditate and pray. I'm like, cause cause anybody could want any you anybody could want a special, but what makes it special? I want everybody to check it and say, yo, that was fire. I was I uh. I was hanging out with um Rich Voss uh last last night and uh and we were talking about comp we just, I don't even know how we got on it but we were, he was like he was like yo man I um I just saw Eddie Murphy recently he was like you think you think he'll ever you think he'll ever come back I said Eddie set the bar so high you can't yeah so long ago you you coming up on on now, what's it? This thirty, almost. We're, we're getting close to forty years that he did Delirious. Forty, I think Delirious came out in in eighty three. I think Eddie Murphy comedian. His album came out eighty two. Eddie Murphy Delirious came out on HBO September nineteen eighty three, and um, is it September tenth or thirteenth, nineteen eighty three? And uh, that was the night my my life changed, my career changed. My, Man, my, you know the exact date. Yeah, it's yeah, because it was it was. It was Cause it was a calling. Oh, it's a big. You know, I was like, "Yo, hurting. this is this is this this is what I'm I'm this is what I need to do." You know, and so uh, we were just we were talking about how the jokes hold up. You know, now there were things we also realized that were outland, like like him saying uh, everything, like a lot of things he said about. Uh, uh, homosexuals, mm. uh, no, very insensitive. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, like uh, what were we laughing at last night? I don't want anybody sending me messages or letters because I'm just quoting uh, what was said. <clears throat> I remember Eddie was like, you know, you know, you know, it'd be a funny faggot, and I was like, oh, and hearing it now, like we were talking about it last night, and even just quoting him last night in the comedy cell, I, I felt self conscious. I was like, this we ain't supposed to say this. You know, but 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 the verbiage and the alliteration of you know, it'd be a funny fact. You know, yeah. I was like, yo, that's so outlandish that he said, it, but it, but it was funny back then. Now it's still funny, but you realize that's not politically correct to use that that uh term. Um, uh, but he wasn't using it. Yeah, that's debatable. Unless you're you Louis C.K. Yeah, well, well, Louis C.K. <laughs> and I, I saw Burr. Uh, also had like funny jokes about like Burr. He was saying, yeah. he's like, I'm not saying it like you're, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it like you're gay. I'm just like, oh, oh, what? You're not gonna drink, drink a beer, you, you know. Mm. Uh, so we, anyway, we were laughing at that, and we were laughing at uh, um, how how ignorant we all were to what AIDS was, right? Uh, oh yeah, because yeah. in that special, he also mentions how. He was like, um, you know, you know what's scary now? That that new AIDS, because it kills motherfuckers. It kills motherfuckers. He was like, he was like, you know, and women, women think it's cool. You know, gay friends are the best friends to have because they don't want anything from you. You don't want it, and then they mess around and be hanging out with them, kiss, kiss them, then come home with that AIDS on their lips. <laughs> like, the, 
That's like, not on you. Yeah. Come home with the that AIDS on their lips is just a funny line years later. Then 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 they kiss you. Then next you know you at the doctor's, Ms. Rums, Ms. Rums, you have uh AIDS. AIDS, but I'm not homosexual. Sure, you're not a homosexual. You know, it was just a funny idea, totally based in ignorance. Um and and I and now I don't know why he's saying, oh well, if somebody made a joke about black people, uh, please can we can we? It's not a compa- compare your struggles worse than my struggle. I um, but it holds up. And so with my when when I do this special, um, I I said you know what when we shoot it when when I do Gotham, I want to do something that will make. Uh, networks and or and networks could be anything from HBO to Showtime to Stars to uh, Netflix. <clears throat> uh, whoever we we get this special uh, to, because this is not this we were not shooting it to say here this is the special. We were shooting it to say here's what a special can and will look and sound like, right. and now give us a real budget right. to make it even more spectacular in front of, instead of 300 people, in front of, you know, 3,000 people in a, in a theater or what have you. Brooklyn Academy of Music, BAM. I, oh, man, I would love spot. to rock out at, yeah. uh, at, at BAM. You know, but, 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 but um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But Mike did a, an amazing job. We, uh, Mike, what, do you know what, since I have you here, Tell me what goes into you know, especially for for newer comics that are that are uh, coming up and want to want to shoot. Um, you know, because I, I I've I've met like newer comedians that are like, yeah, I want to uh, I want to shoot my own uh, my own special and let them know. Yeah, yes. let them know the difference between setting up your just because your friend has a has right, a right. Uh, has a a, a Canon seven D. Or red, right. you know, doesn't mean that that that's all it takes. It's location. Okay. So if you're not working with the club, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things that are going to go wrong. Right, right, people, right. People walking past, banging into you. There's, right. there's, you know, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. So for somebody new, if you don't have an in, you know, it's it's going to be more of like a gorilla shoot, right. which which is fine, but it's not going to be something you can sell. Right. It's going to be something you could submit. Right, right, right. So right. it's really, it's almost not even possible unless you, you know, you're working with the club and right. then you have to have the right equipment. Uh, now, when you, you know, say working with the club, uh, elaborate to, to anyone that might not understand what you, I know what you mean, but. Well, um, I coordinated with uh, Leanne at Gotham. Leanne. Right. And uh, we got we got permission. Uh, we got like because you don't. Here's the thing: you, you have don't to get permission, have to right? Get perm- like people like you said. People can do it, gorilla, but it just makes it a smoother when everyone's on the same page. When everyone acquiesces to the same ide- ideology, it makes it so much smoother. So I I reached out to my manager, and I'm and I'm I'm friends with Chris Mazzilli, but right. just just to stick to uh, a particular protocol, I had my manager reach out to Chris. Who then reached out to uh, re- uh, reach back out to uh, my manager? My manager sent me um, the the uh, information and what Chris required, which was minimal. He was like, you know, just we have to let the audience know that they're being shot. And I I know them, so right. I've worked there so many times. Boom, boom. So that's a big yeah help relationships. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you just it's it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, it's so much easier to 
probably make a short film. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. That's funny. Just because of what's going on in the club. Just it's just the the, the people, mm. and then you have to tap into the sound. So yeah. you have to get the feed. Right. Uh, you know, you 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 can't disturb people. So because they're they they they're paying they paying pay. customers right. now. If you've set it up already with a you know for a real shoot, right. then then you can do whatever you want. Right. So you have to sort of walk that line right. where you're not pissing off the club, right. but also trying to get the shots that you want. Right. And you don't know how many people are going to be there possibly. Right. So like for yours, mm -hmm. it was sold out. Right. And then what I they like, did, yeah, I know you're like, <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. And then what they did to me was they double seated. Now, what, so, uh, so what that means is each person gets a, a ticket mm -hmm. or a table mm -hmm. and because they had sold out extra, mm -hmm. they have to put two Two parties at that one table. That don't know each other. That don't know right, each other. Right, because I noticed right. that. Yeah, I, I noticed when I was on stage, and I was right. like, oh, you all, and they were like, nah, we ain't together. I was right, like, oh, right. okay. And so what that does is it's everything is packed in. Right, right. And, and, and you know. Congested. When you want to get a shot like a guy roving around, like mm -hmm. an additional angle, you see the static cameras are easy. You right. can just set those up because they don't move. Static are the ones that don't move. Right, right, they don't move. But then the guy who's moving to get that, and that's the most important angle, believe the it or roving, not. The roving, yeah. Right. The reason why that is, uh, always get that, is because that's what you can cut to right. when you have mistakes right. on right. the main two, which you will have. Right, Because, right. again, people serving food and drinks, so you can cut to that other angle. But now that guy's got to navigate around, like, these people just packed in, like, right. you know. And not disturb them. Right. And interrupt and not, their, not their enjoying the show. So it is really, really hard. Like, I mean, I went to film school mm -hmm. and it's just, it's it, it's it's not easy to like. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the crowds are always different. Some people are, are work with, they're like cool with it. Some get really annoyed, like, mm -hmm. yo, I paid money, man. Like, right. you're blocking. Because now you have to block people to get a shot right. sometimes. Right. They can't see you. Yeah. So that's another thing. And then you got to work with the club with the lighting, make mm -hmm. sure they have the lights set right, right the sound right. set right, and uh, yeah, and then and then another thing is know the comic, because right. if you know the comic set already, because you move around on stage, right? I'm, I'm, I'm as opposed to static, I'm right. dynamic. So the camera needs to track you, mm -hmm. so that when we, you know when it's edited, it's it looks good, and if you don't know where you're going to go, it's hard to guess sometimes where to move that camera. Right, right, right. So knowing the routine before, which I sort of right, do because right. I know your routine right. from, you know, seeing your shows, right. that's a huge help. That's one of the biggest things is to see the show first before you actually shoot it. And that's, and with, with, any, uh, with any comedy special shoot, whether it's, you know, Rock or Chappelle or... Uh, uh, Kevin, Kev Hart, you know, um, you know, usually before, before it's actually shot, the director will shadow the comic yeah. a couple of times. We and, call that blocking. Yeah. To yeah. block, you know, um, because they have to say, okay, he makes on this joke, he yeah. makes a facial expression. So I'm going right. to need coverage. Like I, when you go down for the pilots. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's a joke I do. Where and you did you did uh, you had yeah. coverage. There's there's a joke where I you know I'm six foot four, so I lean lean down and lean forward, and suddenly I'm maybe uh, you know yeah a couple of feet off the ground, and so uh, Mike knowing that that uh, shot is coming up or that joke is coming up, he has to be in a position to move. with yeah. not just one but all three cameras. 
so as to know, okay, he's about to, about to go down. I don't want to lose Dean's head right. in a sea full of patrons, exactly. the backs of uh, exactly. audience members' heads. So, yes. Uh, so that's, that's the difference between getting it to look good. When right. you have all that, the rehearsal, the blocking, right. working with the club, and then notice I didn't mention the equipment because you're right. Yeah. If you have a 7D, if you have a 5D, those are great. Right. But they're tools. You have to know how to use the tools. Exactly. So that's yeah. that's the key. Is to right. Just because you just because you yeah. uh, saved up a couple of thousand dollars doesn't mean you know how to shoot it properly right. and but, light it properly. Lighting yeah. is important. You know, I I, um, I remember uh, now I feel like Oprah saying this. I remember when I was in film school. I blew my very first project because of Everybody lighting because yeah. I didn't. Oh yeah. I shot. It was an in-camera edit. Mm -hmm. I shot. We shot all day. I want to say it was a. It might have been a Sunday afternoon, and we had light all afternoon, and we went from exterior to interior. And oh, the final it. shot, I was just. You know what? I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, tired. Y'all see where I'm going with this? I might have mentioned this in a previous so episode. So it was blown out. It was overexposed. It was underexposed because oh, under? the final shot. The, the shot... From outside even, to the, inside, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like most of the inside was shot properly, but mm. then I was like, oh, you know what? I got to do this last shot. And my boy Deshaun, he was like, I was like, I was like, man, I don't feel like setting this, this lighting up, man. And yeah. getting this. He was like, you sure, man? You sure you don't want to just because you... I was like, it'll be fine. So, because through the, through the lens, through the camera, it looked, I could see it. But film picks up differently than than the human uh, iris. And you should mention, yeah, this is not digital. It's, I know and, you're and, talking and about film. This is film. This is film. This is For not digital who, uh, exposure. This is actually uh, what was it? Was it 16 mil that we had to? I'm sure it was 16. Yeah, 16. The little, the remember the little packages of Kodak. Yep. And and we OG. shot it. And so I'm editing, and and I'm at the editing bay and splicing, and ah, and it was dark, and I was like, damn. Should have just got the lights out. Now we were able. It's still you could see it, but it just the the light was it was. And my and I remember my professor um, Adrian. She uh she she gigged me on it. She was like she was like that was great. Why what happened with the lighting right there? And and, and that's that sucks because you know better. You know you 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 yeah. But you told yourself you have to not make to. that mistake. Yeah yeah you make that you mistake learn. so that you so yeah. you have that lesson always yeah. etched in the. Uh, into your head, man. So um, Mike hit me Saturday on my way. He was like, yo, it's, he texted me. Yo, it's sold out. I was like, word. So you didn't know that. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know. Um, <clears throat> I <clears throat> See, and that's me trying to get that information because yeah. I know what my job right, is. Right, right, And I need to know that yeah. because. Well, uh, th that, that goes, that goes, uh, that that's dap to you. Those are props to you because you know you, it did exactly what it was supposed to. It excited me. They, on, on my way to Gotham, I was already excited, but now I'm like, yo, now we gotta. I you gonna text you like, yo, there's five people here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I'll be like, it's great. We can get the greatest shots. Yeah, we can dude. move around. You can be like, what yeah, are you talking was, about, it man? Was, it was, <laughs> it, it, that would have been rough. Well, remember, because last time, because this was, for those that don't know, we shot Gotham last time I was there, I think. And... It was a last minute. Um, I was supposed. To, I I do MLK weekend usually, um, and the and I've I've said I'm like Will Smith with MLK. Will Smith to Fourth of July. MLK weekend is me at Gotham, and uh, <laughs> at the last minute they they said, you know what? Um, do you want to change to December? 
because we have an opening, someone canceled. And I was like, shoot, I need Christmas money, so why not? I should have just waited, right? Because when you don't, when <clears throat> when you're booked last minute, um, say as a fallout because someone someone fell out, what winds up happening is um, whoever whoever was say I'm trying to think of somebody say Bobby Kelly was headlining uh, a weekend and then he cancels and they're like okay we need to we need to bring in. Uh, Dean that we're, we're we'll bring in Dean instead. Bobby Kelly's audience. I'm trying to think of someone who's someone who's big, and we have totally contrasting audiences to give them a better a better idea of. Because I I've, I've filled in. I've actually done fill-ins for for cats and people like, dude. I'm glad you came. You know, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. But uh, who like a big name? Big, big name. Like say, say George Lopez was booked, okay. and then they're like, "Okay, George can't." But we're gonna bring in right, right. <laughs> we're, we're gonna bring in Dean Edwards. George Lopez's audience might be pissed because they're like, "Well, we bought tickets for George, so a lot of people might want their money back. A lot of people might say, I will go check it out.' But now, as a performer, I have two strikes against me because they're like, mm, "He's not George." Right. You know, they 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 had their weekend set because, you know, uh comedy shows like an event. This dude, uh, I met this dude last night. He was like, "Dude, um I've been I love comedy and my girlfriend um I want to take her out somewhere nice. So, um are you working anywhere this weekend, you know?" And, and so that's how so once people it's like Going to a restaurant and saying, "Hi, right, hi, right, baby. This I heard this restaurant has the you know, best the truffle oil yeah, mac yeah, yeah. and cheese. Yeah. I'm getting some truffle oil <laughs> mac and cheese. You get there, you order truffle oil mac and cheese, and then they're like, oh, we don't have that. Do you like tater tots? Right. You know, and you're like, oh, damn. Well, like, I, I, I guess. I mean, I, I, I eat tater tots. I haven't had them since I was in seventh grade. I'll, I'll eat them, I guess. Tater tots. And you'll, you'll eat the tater tots and you're like, yo, these are delicious. I haven't had these in a long time. But you still leave there. <laughs> you still so random. I you, went, you went to tater tots. I went to tater tots. Like, 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 like high school lunch. Like I have a craving. <laughs> and, uh, and next thing you know, you leave there and you're like, you know what? Those tater tots were good. But damn, I, I really wanted that truffle oil mac and cheese, man. You know, and so... Uh, and so I know I've been on both ends of that. I've, I've more more so on the end of of people coming expecting one thing, and I'm totally not what they uh, expected. I actually said to myself, uh, they they actually called me um, yesterday to uh, fill in for the Dayton. Hey, tell me how ill this is, right? So they called me because I told myself at the top of the year because I'm I'm willing other things into existence. You also have to draw a line and say to yourself, you know what? I'm gonna say no to this gig, just just on some here. Let me earn some respect, and let let my my agency know. You know what? I'm not the, I'm not gonna be the last minute filling comic all the time, and that club should have booked me sooner. And and that happens. But also ego, your ego sometimes will get in the way, and you'll say to yourself, you know what? Take the gig, um, just because I haven't been to that club in a long time. So my agent uh, hit me right around this time yesterday. He's like, um, yeah, we have, uh, we have, uh, I might have an offer 
for uh, a, I was going to say the club. I might have an offer for a, this club uh, out in Ohio uh, this weekend. Are you available? So I uh, I had local spots um, in the city um, coming up for that weekend. So I said, you know what? Go make a, a grip versus just making a little bitty uh, city money. Yeah, why not? I'd have to get a last minute ticket, but they'll reimburse me for the uh, flight. They give me my travel reimbursement. So I was like, all right, I'll say yes, right? So he said, all right, hold, hold tight. Uh, held tight, and then like a half hour later, he said, nah, it's a no-go. And then I was like, ah, I knew I should have just said no. So that's 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 one, one type of protocol for the day. If you set something in your mind, stick to it, right? I jumped mm. I jumped at a check because I was like, you know yeah. what, I'll take that money, you know? Um, and but and, and wasn't, wasn't really disappointed because I was like, you know what, I really... Since I know I'm about to uh, go back out on the road and things are about to get real busy for me, I was actually fine when it, when it didn't happen because I was like, all right, cool. I, um, I, I, I want to be home with me familia. So anyway, uh, bigger than all that, uh, Mike, you did a phenomenal job. Um, I think what I'll do maybe in the future, I might have you like just splice a couple of bits mm. out of what we did. Yeah, you can do that. Cause what, so once we, once we shot... The process uh, that that follows the edit is really is really key. The edit is important. You know, a lot of people don't realize it's the most work too, and, and it's the most work because you know shooting that night is really it really just it takes, takes as long as it, it does. It yeah. might take as you know, say yeah. an hour to set up an hour for the actual show. Um, the edit is is a multitude of hours because what what um we shot so what we did we shot two uh, two shows we shot the eight o'clock we shot the ten o'clock that's another key thing too well oh what's that to have a backup yeah you always want to have a backup you always want to have coverage this yeah. is this is just in in the realm of television making and filmmaking people don't understand when when you're shooting a, um either TV or film the reason it takes so long to uh to shoot a movie or to shoot a television show is not because um, it takes that long for for the uh, actors to memorize their lines. Um, they need the they need coverage. The director, uh, the production needs coverage from every angle. So right now, Mike Mike and I are sitting adjacent to each other. Right, um, y'all can't see it, but I'm painting a picture because I'm nice with my words. Adjacent <laughs> is a good word. So he's sitting adjacent from me. So say we had a camera. Say this was a movie and they were shooting two guys recording a podcast. I, you have to have a camera set up in where I'm sitting to to cover Mike, and you might even you know to get RC, you might want to see my microphone in in the uh, in the foreground and Mike in the background, so you see so because that will set the uh, set the picture and give people an idea. Oh, okay, so he's talking to someone. Then cut to Mike looking at me. Reverse. Now you see me, but the camera is right. now set up where Mike is seated. Then they might say, all right, we want a wide shot from Mike's left, my right, mm -hmm. a wide shot. Then maybe we want a, uh, the same wide shot from uh, Mike's right, my left. Then we also want, a, a, you know, a close-up of, of Mike over his left shoulder. And so you're, you're looking at eight to ten different camera angles, and each of those camera angles requires, like Mike was explaining while we were... Um, while we were talking about the uh, shoot at Gotham, um, you're dealing with lighting, you're dealing with uh, sound, and anything else I'm missing? And the people. And the, <laughs> right, and they're important. 
And of course, the people. And the performance. And the performance. The you coverage. Know? And coverage. So that's that's all coverage. You, that's all important. You could flub a line. You, you, you're not going to stop. Right. right. So you have to get it on the next one. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd be amazed at how how easy it is you've been you've been sitting in the makeup chair for you you might might have put on uh you know makeup and prosthetics um and that took an hour you you your call time was six o'clock in the morning right you that means you were up at four thirty um you four four thirty they came got you at five you got there at five fifty um call time six but they give you time to go eat. Uh, you know, get get your breakfast on or what have you, or they'll order breakfast for you while you're sitting in a makeup chair and makeup for an hour. Now, all right, uh, call, call talent to set. You might be expected to be on set at eight eight thirty a.m. Right? You've been up since four. <laughs> right? I'm just giving y'all an idea of everything that goes into a TV or film shoot. You've been up since since four. You get on set at uh, eight o'clock. They start shooting you at eight thirty. And and I'm not complaining. I don't want anybody to think, man, well, that's 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 part of the gig. You'll mm-hmm. never hear me complain. Rarely, if ever, hear me complain. I can't recall ever complaining on a film set because to me, I'm like, yo, I'm winning. Yeah, a lot of people complain, man. I'm, I, I, I know a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people complain. I know a lot of com- people on uh, that are friends that complain. I we have a word I, for those people. Yo, <laughs> prima donna. That's we have another word for those people, <laughs> unemployed. Because <laughs> when when you're a prima donna, nobody wants to work with you, and and the industry is is really based on relationships and people wanting to work with you and people saying, oh, you know what, he was yo, he was dope last time. Oh, they see your name on the call sheet, yo, I want to, I can't wait for him to get here right. or for her to get here because they're always a lot of fun. Because yep. you don't want you're you're working, you be working, you know, 13, 16 hours. On this film, and a lot of it might be sitting either in your your trailer, your honey wagon, sitting off to the side while while they. I mean, most of the time you have the option of going back to your trailer, but you get cabin fever. I, I prefer being on set and watching what uh what else is happening. Yeah, you know? ask Vess about this story with this one dude. His first TV bit. Uh-huh. Where he was gonna be on TV. That we, we this were. Is Vessie's first bit. No, this oh, this, this, this guy. I'm not gonna okay. say his okay. name. Okay. And and he uh, so I'll he's getting find his, out after we finish. yeah he's, he'll <laughs> tell you he's getting his first bit we're we're producing it we're shooting it mm-hmm. and it's gonna he's gonna get you know credit whatever right and right at, towards the end when we need important stuff mm-hmm. he's like yo you mind if I cut out a little early I want to beat the traffic oh <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo Joe looks at me he goes he said yo. Is, is, is this guy kidding me? Is, 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 I, you know I, I can hear. <laughs> wait, Mike, no, Mike, no, Mike, Mike. Is he like he was freaking? Mike, out. I, like, wait. I mean, what, what, what the hell? You know, I, I, I asked him if he had the day free, and he, he so like, who does that? If, if I was Spielberg, would he, would he, would he, you know, exactly. ask if he could leave early? And that, and that's real, you know, because <laughs> so the nice. only reason dude asked you that is because I'm guessing it was his first shoot. Y'all probably weren't paying him. Yeah, but the problem with that no, is... No, no, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying... So in his mind, he's like, well, this is not really a big deal. But it was a big deal to y'all. we had already shot him. So, oh, wow. so now, if he's not in the end, mm-hmm. you have to cut all his scenes. Wow. So, like, he's a key figure. Like, wow. in the, like you can't, like, leave, with, right, like, at right. the end, like, with the last three <laughs> shots just to be traffic. Like, it's not like we wanted to keep you there for another four hours. Right. We, like, literally, right. it's going to be another half hour. Right. And he's like... Yeah, yo, that BQE's starting to load up right now. 
And like, I know what that feels like because, and so do you, but you just went yeah, all this true. way to do all this. And it's just like, now you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and to him, he should have said to himself, you know what? I kind of wanted this is my first opportunity. Let me make sure it's, uh, I, and which amazes me because the first, I'm trying to think the first, like, okay, the first real TV thing I ever did was Def Comedy Jam, right? You imagine telling them, like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, can I go on earlier? Because I gotta, I got, I don't wanna, you know, the, 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 I can't catch a cab, so Who's I need the host? Train. Was it, it, it was, uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Can you tell, can you tell Dave my... to hurry up yeah, a little can bit? Can you tell gotta... Dave kind of wrap it up? Because I kind of, yeah, yeah, it's like, so it's, it's your first TV taping, and with Def Jam, they tape, they would do, uh, I think, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They, they would do like three or four days in a row, and you would tape, uh, say, three episodes a day, right? So if they did four days, they would they'd have a total of 12 episodes, 12 episodes for the season. So I know I'm taping it, and I know I'm getting my laminate, and that's when you first... Here's the thing, right? I don't, I don't know. I still collect um, laminates. I just did something with uh, Felipe Esparza recently at um, at the uh, the Novo Theater in L.A. and the 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 laminate um, that said Felipe Esparza the Novo for uh, L.A. Laugh Riot Festival. Um, it was sick. Mine was actually sitting downstairs um, in his green room. We each had our own, uh, like, oversized, you know, green room. Because this is a giant theater. Um, his, his, his wife slash uh, business manager, um, Lisa, says, says to me, she said, oh, Dean, you know what? There's your, there's, um, there's your uh, VIP backstage pass if you, if you uh, want it. I was like, nah. I said, they know. You know, I made it into the building, so now everybody will know who I am. And then I was like... Later on, I was like, no, nah, but I like, I like, I upstairs, I have like a bunch of them just that I collected over the years. Yeah, I collect, I, I save like yeah. passes. Yeah, just, yeah. just yeah. on some, yo, it's, it's yeah. just, uh, it's like your, your, your scrapbook. And so, um, with, with Def Jam, they, I, they were like, you know, you got to, uh, show up and get your laminate from such and such, your name will be on the door. So, I don't tape probably till Saturday. I had like a nice slot too. You know what? Because, Chappelle was hosting, and so they gave him, like, the 8 p.m. show on Saturday, which is prime time, because some cats had to tape the 5 o'clock, and some cats had to tape the, you know, 10, th 10 o'clock, right? You wanted the show in the middle because you were going to get the best crowd, because if you came, if you got that early crowd, you might get people that, you know, they were kind of not in comedy mood yet. If you came and you did the late show... You might have gotten people that were in the audience from the first show, and now they're there for the third show, so they're tired, right? Mm. Where they rearrange the audience, and you're like, wait, I, hey, look, have you ever watched, you ever watched like a TV show, and you're like, hold on, I saw that guy two weeks ago wearing that same outfit. Yeah, because they, they, yeah. they shot it and rearranged the audience because they needed audience members. So we, we, we shot, say, Saturday at 8, but you think I wasn't there on Friday? Because I was like, oh, word, Cedric the Entertainer's hosting and Jamie Foxx is hosting, Chris Rock is hosting. And I get to see all my friends, you know, from, from uh, Joe Cleasy, Joe Claire to Dominique to, to, uh, 
to uh, met my man uh, and got cool with Atheon and Rudy Rush and and uh, and Mike Mike B and Mike Y'all. You know all these cats. Mike Britton now, not Mike B. Um, you know, so I'm always excited when I book something. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm shooting for a day, if I'm shooting for a week, I'm shooting for a month. I'm excited every day I go because in my mind, and that's something, you know, this, this like my protocol this week is never lose your joy, man. Never lose the joy that you have. Whatever, whatever field you're in, whatever your vocation is, whatever uh, career you pursue, um, whatever your calling is, when you when you pursue it, man, always keep in mind why you why you got into it. I said earlier, I saw Eddie Murphy when I was what thirteen years old, and I can still almost to the date tell you uh, the, the the day my life changed because I became so excited about it. So anytime I'm on a a film set, a TV set. Uh, uh, any sh- sort of shoot a uh, uh, performance set where I, I know you know we're in, we're in this theater. I'm like I'm excited because I'm like yo this this all came from an idea mm. that you had when when you just you didn't even have pubic hairs yet <laughs> you know and this is something that you actually my my 25 year anniversary um, is coming up uh, actually February 21st is is 25 years since the first time. I got on a microphone. You know what I mean? And, and wow. I still have the excitement. You got to be a fan of it still. You know, people lose sight. You are, you're a filmmaker. You know, you're still a fan yeah. because you could. I could sense the excitement that you had when you sent me the text saying, yo, it's sold out. You know, there's an excitement. It's infectious. And it spreads yeah. to everyone. And, and that's what people want to work with. Because you need that energy of the you crowd, need, too. You need that energy Otherwise, of the crowd. Shoots a bust. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Like I said, last time we <laughs> shot at Gotham, the crowd was good. But if you if you're if you're if you're attempting, if your idea is to go to a network and say, listen, we have something great, something amazing, you need you need everything to be great. I you know, I had a great uh couple of sets at Gotham this time. I had a great uh film crew with you and Greg. I had a great audience, I had a great club that was behind it and supportive of, of, of everything. So that's why I have no doubt in my mind that we will get this special and it will affect the world the same way, the same way Eddie Murphy Delirious affected the world. And somebody, you know, 25 years later is going to say, yo, when I saw Dean Edwards uh, full of muck and funny, you know, that, that was the day I said, yo, that's what I want to do. You know, and that, because that's why. Why do it if you don't want to inspire someone? Even even if it's just you, you attempting um, your 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 goal is should always be here. I, I want to inspire somebody, even if it's just myself. Hopefully, it's my 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 kids and my family. But maybe I can uh, my I can inspire and infect uh, affect and infect the world with something positive. You know affect what I mean? Affect and infect. I like yeah, that. affect and yeah. infect. You know. And um, yeah, so and and that last time we shot in Gotham, <laughs> I remember watching the set. We ed- after we did that, you did the final edit. You sent it to me on Sunday. I watched it, or you might have sent it Saturday night. I watched it Sunday morning. I sat in my bedroom watching. I was like, "Yo, this material, this is dope." But so wait, you've never seen your like? You, have you ever filmed the f- whole hour of your stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but but it's still when you see it, 
When you see... See it played back. See it played back. Okay. And played back with multiple angles. Yeah. See, there's a difference between... Yeah, you're right, you're if, right. if I just watch myself... Um, if any comic just watches himself um, on a, in a one-camera shoot, like, where it's just... Like an iPhone or something. Like yeah. iPhone, whatever... Yeah. You're like, oh, you're, I'm watching more because I'm like, okay, this is a studying tool. I'm not watching you're for right, the production yeah. value. Of yeah, yeah. It. I'm not watching uh, to, to for. I'm not. I'm not even expecting the sound to be that great. When I watched uh, both last year and this year, um, it's. I I was like, yo, this is something. This is something amazing because you can tell we put there was time, energy, and effort put into shooting this the right way uh, to achieve what our ultimate goal is, which is to shoot a comedy, sell this and shoot, get a comedy special out of it. Uh, excuse me. And so that being said, um, when we did last year, because what y'all don't also realize is editing it is, is, is a tedious process because when you're editing, so so last year when we when we shot Gotham, I did almost verbatim the exact same set, you know, word for word, same ad libs almost, um, similar timing. I remember Mike was yeah, like, yeah. I remember you actually, uh, you gave me a compliment. She was like, you were like, dude, you're yeah, like a I, robot. Yep. <laughs> it happened again this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And explain to, to them two. why why you say that. Well, I I could line up uh, in the editor. The first show and the second show. Right. And when I play it back, they overlap where the words are exactly <laughs> with, with with the exact amount of time and rhythm. And it's amazing how what comedians do mm. is 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 a rehearsed thing. It's mm. something that you actually practice. Yeah, yeah. And then what you said before with this muscle memory. Mm -hmm. Right. It, 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 you, I mean... As an editor, to see that, mm. I mean, it's amazing. Like, you're delivering the punchline or the setup, and it's exactly the right. same right. from one show to the other, which makes editing easier. Easier. Because you can cut stuff together and, you know. But it's just, yeah, it's it, you look like a robot. Right, like, right, like right. You're just, yeah. Right. And, really, and, and that's why... See, a, 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 a new comic's not going to have that. Right. That, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to that, say. That's, that's why you don't listen, man. And and I I'm not I'm not pissing on your 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 dream and or opportunity, but because I because I always hear uh, newer comedians uh, saying yeah man I'm about to shoot my special I'm and and I, I'm I'm like I encourage I'm like well do you first yeah. I'm always going to encourage you but I'm also specifically in this this form of the for the mugger protocol I'm going to tell you you know what if if you ain't ready don't rush. Is there is nothing to rush for. Your opportunity, if you stick with it, is gonna come. Um, the joke that you think is 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 your A game joke, your brilliant closer right now. In in, in three years, you're gonna be like, ew, why was I doing that? <laughs> like Harris has a joke, which I still think is funny. He says his dad was heavily into church, and his, you know his dad used to yeah. uh, up until recently just retired from driving a truck um, for a living, and he said. Yeah, it was always awkward because uh, my dad was such a such a god freak, and I would, I'd hate when he'd come to pick us up from school because he he he'd honk the horn like we didn't see this big eighteen wheel, and he'd honk the horn. The <laughs> horn was a Jesus. 
I know somebody's listening saying, that's awful. This is from North Carolina, right? But it, yeah, uh, South Carolina. South Car- okay. uh, um, but I always I can see that. Dillon, yeah. South Carolina. Um, 18 Wheeler pulling up. Yeah, you know, and I just, that, that joke is funny to me, but Harris hates that joke now. That was when his, like, when I first met him back in like 2000, 99, 2000. That was one of the first jokes I saw him do, and I, you know, I'm I'm easy to please, man. If it's if it's funny, even if it's, if it's, if it's immature, I still can find something about it to uh to laugh laugh at. And so, um, there are things that you're gonna do material wise. You're gonna grow, and if you're gonna grow, give you a chance to grow into your material. I, you know, I I, I think I had this conversation with uh um. Uh, Dookie, Ayana Dookie, good friend. Um, she she moved to New York. It's been about four years. So when she first moved here, and she and she'd already she's been out there. She had been out there a while already in uh, the uh, DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, um, already grinding. But when you move to New York, it's a different grind. DMV. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, she's right. Working at DMV. <laughs> So, so you you come to the city and you wind up you're getting more reps you're, you're getting on stage more often you know and so um, I remember she was like yeah I, I got this new bit this new bit and she always was talking about I got this new joke I'm like and I finally said to her and I don't think she minds me saying this because it was uh, it was with love and coming from the heart I said you know instead of instead of I I know you have a million new ideas I said but Master your material. Mm. That's my. That's the real protocol for this week. Master your material, man. Master your material, and when you master it, master it some more, so that you can. I can actually. There've been times, not often, but there's some. You know, sometimes you're not in it. Sometimes you're not in the mood to uh, sling these jokes, and we all. It, it happens to the best of us where you just. You know, something might be going on personally. You might be tired. Fatigue might set in. You did flub one line. Well, which line? Which line? Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I actually I flubbed. I didn't want to say it. Watching, watching the. You saw it in the review. Yeah, when I was Parfait. reviewing. Oh, Delicious. yeah. Parfait. Delicious. Delicious. And I'm like, okay, we can't use that because it doesn't. That was, you know, and you know what that was? That was not, that was not. That was that was going too fast. Yeah. And because uh when you because it's uh it's a joke where I'm referring to uh to Donkey. Ooh, parfaits are delicious, you know, in the, in uh Shrek. And and this is a this is a note I always give myself, uh and uh Ian Edwards has given me and even my wife has given me, and, I, and I've had audience members say, you know what, I couldn't understand what you said. Right. Because I sometimes get ahead of myself and mm. go quickly. Yeah, it might be the uh, the Eddie Murphy Axel Foley influence, um, <laughs> but it's also just a matter of here. I have knowing I only had an hour, I'm trying to squeeze in oh, as many okay. bangers as possible. Right. And so what winds up happening is like right now as I'm speaking, saliva is building up in the back of my mouth, right? And it, and it's going yeah. from the back of my mouth to under my tongue. But if if you don't swallow at the right time, like it comes that, comes out like that, yeah. You wind up hesitating, or you wind up saying, "Parfait, are delicious," you know. And so, yeah, what? And and you cringe when that happens, and that becomes a learning moment, similar to when I was uh, in film school, 
And I said, you know what? I, instead of instead of rushing, I should have just taken my time and set the set the lights up properly. Same thing with that. And I know, I know you're not. You were joking. Yeah, it can't be perfect. Man. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's why you have the backup. The and that's, second and show. That's why yeah. you have the backup with the uh, with the second show. So we're editing, and we're literally. I'm I'm saying, okay, you know what? I like the opening of my first set, but there was there was some uh, there was fat in the beginning of the first set. So. Here, instead of starting, I, I want to go from when she says, you know, for Dean Edwards, I come on stage. Um, so from zero seconds to maybe 11 seconds and then cut from 11 seconds and then uh, jump to my first joke maybe at 27 seconds, right? Because maybe there was a birthday and I said happy birthday to someone. And then go from 27 seconds to a minute three. That's and another then, good tip. Cut all that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you're, when, you're, when yeah. you're editing... When you're editing something for for uh, submission or anything or special, Ain't nobody um, want to hear that stuff. Nobody cares about <laughs> your moment. Birthday, yeah. <laughs> no one cares about about <laughs> uh, unless the like the word thing right. and the and the other dude. Unless yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me. No one cares about what you thought was. Uh, a, uh, a nice moment by wishing someone happy birthday. And there were a couple of moments that I actually cut out. The only way you leave a, an interaction with an audience is in is if there is something so amazing, like a gift from the heavens, right? Yep. A gift from the heavens comes down. And in this, in this, in was that that was the second show. Yeah. Second show. Yeah, yeah. I uh I said I was talking about relationships. I said, you know, relationships are work. And I I think that's what I said. Um yeah, can, we, can we insert that into the podcast? You know what? Just, Actually, just the yeah. audio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like 30 seconds. You know insert what? that. I'm gonna let y'all hear it. I'm not even gonna give it up. <laughs> yeah, don't give it up. Y'all just here, listen, listen, and y'all, y'all, y'all can see what, what I'm talking about. So you don't ask me questions later, huh? <laughs> Be real, man. Men don't plan on being married. Word. <laughs> 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 Yo, that was... Oh, that was so real. <laughs> Frustration, all of that just bubbled to the surface. Every every time her girlfriends have surrounded you, like, what are you? Why are you waiting? What are you waiting on? Why are you making an honest woman? That all just came to the surface. All I felt your. Every man in here felt your pain. Every man in here wishes they could say word the way you just said word and own that. That was real. Just word. So yeah, so that's insane that that so happened. So that's that's the <laughs> that fact dude. that my man, because it was so real. Yeah, I thought you had that planted. He I said thought, no, and yeah, that's thought, that's hilarious. That I thought, thought it was thought, Harris. I, <laughs> I thought it. That was just a real couple in the audience, and you know what's funny? They were married. I, I, I he sounded like he was like a dude that had been with his lady for a long time, and they they and he and he'd been getting pressured to getting married. But he told me late after the show, he was like, nah, we're married. But yeah, we I went through that. You know, so when he said word, <laughs> my man said word, and you felt that. You know, you felt the fact that uh that he he experienced that yeah. pain. And so 
a moment like that, you leaving for someone like me that's submitting this or or using it to uh, submit for a special. That also is showing the uh, the the uh, potential producers. Yo, not only is he quick on his feet, yeah. but he knows how to go with the flow of the moments right. and, and keep it organic, but also keep it funny. Because it made know? the joke so much better. It just made yeah. the joke and, and the set that it, it enhanced what already was 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 uh you know pre-scripted. You know, um, and so that's with 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 regards to editing, when you're editing this uh, um any type of uh comedy, you want the coverage of having at least two sets that are similar. Now, what I did with with uh, this taping, the first set, I, I, I said, okay, here's my set material I want to do. And then the second set, I had a little fun. I, I was like, we got that in the can. We have that locked in. So now I can do a couple of things that I didn't plan on doing. <clears throat> some of them worked well. Some of them the crowd didn't go with as much. Also because I was, once again, because I knew I was doing abridged, shorter versions, shorter, quicker versions of them, they didn't, like, they were, I can think of maybe one or two jokes that I was like, eh, you know what? Normally that hits harder, but that's also because you give yourself enough time to build up. Right, right. To, you know, to to uh, the full uh, locomotion of that joke versus, here, I'm just throw it in, you know, right. and, and you got to be uh, patient. So you were trying to speed up that second set. I was, I was, I was, well, you know, also yeah. uh, my man, Royale Watkins, um, uh, who's not only a talented, talented comedian, um, but is also a talented writer and uh, director and a friend. And, and Royale, actually, he wanted your information because he said, he, you know, he does uh, the mixtape comedy tour or mixtape comedy show at Gotham Comedy Club. He was like, yeah, um, who who uh, shop for you? What are his prices? Blah blah blah. Uh, and I was like, well, that's my man. So I don't know if you gonna get the same rate I get, but he'll work with you. Yeah. Um, Royale happened to be in town because he was doing mixtape the next the next night. So he flew, he flies in from L.A. Every, uh, once a month to do his show, and he happened to come by. And had I not been taping, I would have given him I would have given him a guest slot on oh, my okay. set on, on one of my shows. Um, Dookie wound up doing a guest spot on the third show and she had asked me weeks in advance. Royale had hit me, I think, on Thursday or Friday of the week. He was like, yeah, you at Gotham. And I got the sense that he might have wanted... He was like, yeah, I get in on a Saturday. And I, because Royale's been such a good friend and, and he's he's uh, put me on gigs that he didn't have to and, and he's, he's, he's uh, put me on gigs that, you know, paid me very well during, like, dips where... You know, during the summer where work is a little slower, I felt obligated. I was like, damn, I want to give him a spot. But for the greater good of what I, I wanted to accomplish that weekend, I I couldn't. And so I felt, I need to call him and tell him, hey, man, I wanted to give you burn on, on this on the stage. And But he's the type. He's like, nope, I, I totally understand. I, I, but so in between shows, him and Theobald uh, showed up and they... Uh, and Royale said, um, what did he say? He was like, he, he gave me the note. He said, you know what? For the second show, I know you're shooting and what you're shooting for. The second show, I would pick up the pace a hair. Because what did he say? He said, you're, 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 some, of, some of your stuff is still in cruise, cruise ship comic mode. Oh, yeah. um, so just pick up the pace a hair. He's like, if I'm directing you, I'm, t I'm, I'm telling you. Pick up the pace a little bit because he just directed um, Lil Rel Howery's uh, comedy special, uh, Relevant, that uh, Kevin uh, produced. 
And so, you know, he's a director. He's done it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take take the note. He gave me another note on on a bit. I, I like how I did it better. But I but I said, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there the way he suggested, and we'll see. I still like uh, the way I did it. Uh, Royale, <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there. It's been a long time since y'all heard the whisper voice, but it's still here. It is still sexy. You uh, you know, and you know it before. You know you know we got to do two now. <laughs> oh, I already knew that. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of which, so yeah, you know what? Um, I appreciate all the energy, uh, prayers, love, and support towards us making this uh, this comedy special a uh, a reality, um, but but you know we we kind of segued into it uh, and and once again Big Mike thank you for doing a phenomenal job I was uh, I was very proud I'm very proud of what we what we accomplished what we did I already was like all right when we sh- when we actually shoot the real one we gotta I need Mike involved somehow you know what I mean um and 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 I spoke to uh my manager who he he uh, at the time he had watched the first 20 minutes and he was like it's incredible it it looks great the cutaways to the audience there were a couple of couple of instances where cutting from one shot to another shot I was sitting and then suddenly I was standing so that's another place where the cutaways to the audience oh that's another thing just yeah. just Have that. are perfect fillers yeah. you know um because you can cut to someone laughing and then right. suddenly I'm standing again or suddenly right. I'm sitting again, yep. you know? Because that that's what when, when I was in and I was like, oh, damn, when I started that joke, I like, I started one joke in, in like my first set, I started it and I might have been stage right. And then uh, I wanted to cut to a portion of the joke in set number two that right. worked better and you, I'm now either near near the uh, stool or I'm center stage. I'm like, oh, we, how are you going to do that? And Mike did a great job of cutting to. Otherwise, uh, it's called a jump cut. Yeah, the yeah, jump cut, know. as as uh, which you don't want. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could work, but it can work, know, but it it looks it's uh, gonna be fake looking. Abrupt. Yeah, it looks abrupt. So, um, speaking of stand up comedy, so uh, this this morning, um, my my. Lovely wife, she she calls me. She's like, "Did you hear about George Lopez?" So, uh, um, I heard about it. I hope it doesn't become a big thing, um, and they just let that man live. But here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it, uh, and you all be the judge of it, and let me know what you think. We good? And don't park. Bye. 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 
he kept saying bye as they walked <laughs> And then he said, four seats just opened up in front. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, man. You know what? That's what she gets. Um, I had I had a discussion with uh with the missus, long discussion. Um, she felt like he was out of line. Uh, for um, well, I I do it. You know, he 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 called her a bit, and I was like, all right, that was a little harsh, but. Having be, being a comedian, being part of that uh, brotherhood, sisterhood, or the comedy family, the first thing that came to my mind is something that Mike just uh, brought up when he saw it. He was like, "I wonder what happened prior to that. I wonder if this woman had been interrupting, talking, talking through through his entire set because maybe because I because th- I think George Lopez is on. It looked like it was in a, in a theater in the rounds." Or uh, arena in the rounds, and I know he's on that uh, comedy get down tour with DL and said he said and uh, and uh, Eddie Griffin and I think Epps is doing a couple of dates with them, and you know there's a there's a good chance people came out that are fans of Cedric the Entertainer but aren't big on George Lopez, and that and that's what happens when you have like four or five comics come to form Voltron, <laughs> right? Like People have their favorites, you know? They might say, you know what? I, I, I like I like Cedric, but uh, but I really like uh, DL. And, and, and so I'm not really paying that much attention to Eddie Griffin. Or, or Charlie Murphy. That's who else is on it. It's not uh, Epps. It's Charlie Murphy's on there. So, hey, maybe I'm a fan of... Of uh, of George Lopez, but I'm not a big fan of Charlie Murphy. So now, during Charlie Murphy's set, they they're talking during his set because he's not their favorite yeah. out of out of the uh, lineup. Happens all the time. So as a comic, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm like, okay, what was? I'm always gonna like more often than not, I'm gonna side with the talent because the talent you they are up there doing a job, and you paid to see them. Nobody cares about your opinion. Now, my wife said, "You know what? It's it's that audience member's right to if they if they disagree with something that's said, is their right." I said, "You know, Wait, is she defending that, them." Well, she she didn't defend. Uh, she's giving the devil's she's, advocate. She's pl- playing yeah. devil's advocate and saying, she, "My wife felt like uh, the one that that uh, uh, George Lopez overreacted." By and it it and, and hearing that and keep in mind she heard it in the you know headed to work so she didn't see what we 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 can actually see the woman standing up yeah. being belligerent um, she could only hear it and so it's just hearing that as everyone that's listening to the Father Mucker Protocol uh, might realize hearing it sounds harsher than actually seeing once you see it you have a bit more of context and you have a better understanding of what's going on and. You see her stand up, and so her standing up made me say, "Oh, okay. She was, she wasn't, she wasn't getting up to leave. She was, she was being stinking, talking back." Do they serve drinks at these? Um, they they probably you know you probably those, buy a beer yeah. out there and bring it back to you. That's, just like that's a what does it. Or a basketball game, yeah. football game, what have you. And so you know she had that that truth serum, and and the truth came truth out, serum. and and and, and bit her in the booty. You know, I yeah. I saw nothing wrong. With what uh, George Lopez um, did, with the exception of calling her 
uh, the B word. But you know what? If she if if she was if she was acting like one, he was pissed. You know, he was. You can see he was pissed. You can see he was pissed. And yo. Plus, also for people who aren't comedians, that screws up your timing. Exactly, and that's what I was saying to my wife. I said, you know it's what? Like, well, go yeah, ahead. Someone talking during a play, a Broadway show, and no you one does. Yeah. No one. That's that's the difference uh, between how people perceive comedy, live comedy. And all other forms of entertainment, people feel like, oh, I pay, I paid for a ticket. I should be allowed to. And like, nah, you weren't, you weren't paid. You didn't pay a ticket, so you're allowed. Well, any good comedian is supposed to be able to. Well, you, well, you don't, you don't do this. So how do you know what any good comic? And you, you're talking about subjectively what you like to see in comics. But every comic doesn't work that way. Every comic doesn't uh, <clears throat> necessarily have someone interrupt them and know how to uh, run an audible, make an adjustment, and then audible. get back on get back on track with with uh with doing their set, you know. And now that you now you've interrupted me, now I have I have to figure out how am I going to get back to the joke I'm doing and still address you. On top of that, you know, let's say that's a say that's a five thousand seater, right? Say it's a ten thousand seater. If you let one person talk and get fired, now it. you have a whole audience of people. And if you say you have 10,000 people and only, you know, 1% of them feel like, only only point zero, let's say 0.5% of them feel like they can get that up. That's still 50 people now that you're trying to wrangle in to uh, pay attention and shut up. It's a lot, man. So nah, I have no problem whatsoever uh, with with George Lopez. I didn't have a problem with the joke where he, you know, because that's it looks like it seems like the woman got offended with him saying, you know, two things you can't do in a Mex in a Latino family. One's bring home a black person, which is is abrasive, yes, but it's funny. So the issue is the man, you know, man woman thing. Like he's talking to a, a female, like. I honestly don't know what the issue is. The issue well, I'm saying oh. your wife was defending. Mm, mm. It's like you know he's being. That could be. That could be. Oh. It could be. Um, she she uh, she mentioned um, you know um, she felt like he was in his feelings and it came off very Trump esque. Where Trump when, <laughs> when Trump gets mad at the uh, media, right? For asking questions, he then shuts them down. Yeah. And I I said, well, you know what? I I don't agree with that because the difference being. Um, you're doing a QA. Uh as the president of the United States that's that's fielding questions from the um the press corps. Um, I really just wanted to say the press corps. Um hey, you're fielding <laughs> questions. I sound so so professional, fielding questions from the press corps. What you're you're getting questions from um members of the media. There's a difference between you standing at, at a, a podium and giving a speech and then saying, I'll take questions now versus you giving a speech. Uh, remember when Obama did that? President yeah. Obama, he was speaking and someone said, well, you're a liar. That's a lie. Liar. That's, yeah, screamed, that's liar. to me, that's, that's how you liking it because you didn't, you didn't wait. You didn't wait for the Q and a, you decided I'm going to be, it was disrespectful. Ultimately, that's that's to me. That was during the State of the Union too. Yeah. I thought, right? yeah, dude, yeah. it's like nah. That's 
way, way off, off, off center. Same thing if 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 George Lopez, myself, any other comic is on stage, you sit there and you shut your trap. And if they they say something or ask a question rhetorically, then you can at least say, well, he asked, so I just answered. You know. Um, yeah, man. So um we actually planned on uh coming on and and having a <laughs> Because Mike and I both are, are big Star Wars fans, um, we we planned on uh, discussing Rogue One. However, that did not happen because we spent so much time, uh, you know, discussing the uh, the Got Ham shoot, Gotham shoot. And so that being said, I guess we're gonna have to do it all over again. Uh, so we'll have to have Michael back next week. Could you all, are, are you all in, in, in tune with that? Are you, you fine with that? Mike, you, you down to come back, baby? For Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> For Star Wars, all Absolutely. things are possible, man. Yo, uh, are you on social media? Anyone that, that has any? No? Okay. Nah. So, so you can't field questions. You can just keep a lookout for, uh, his name in the credits of, of Dean Edwards for the muck and funny. See, I already done decided on appreciate it, though, you know, man. decided on the tour because Mike has a lot of uh, insight and information. And and you know what? Do you do you shoot? Do you shoot just for any comics or no? You have to you have to know someone that knows someone. Yeah, it's like a referral. Kind okay, of thing. okay, no, because yeah. I because comics listen to this might say yo. Oh, okay. You know what? But if 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 anyone's interesting interested in getting look, I have too much saliva in my mouth right now, so I'm I'm, I'm loving. Um, any any uh, comics that are serious about shooting something in the uh, future? Uh, now he he's he he's gonna cost you, but it's worth it. You know what I mean? That being said, he's not just 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 because you have five minutes, you have to you have <laughs> to you gotta have some have been doing this long enough that it's gonna be worth it. For you, you gotta have the jokes too. Gotta have the jokes, man. I mean, otherwise, you could have the greatest production without the talent. Yeah, yeah, man. We, you can slice and last, yeah. but it's gonna sound like an old '70s sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so um, y'all make sure you know what uh, yeah, yeah, uh, subscribe, comment, like, you know, tell a friend about the Father Mugger Protocol. Um, more and more people are listening. We appreciate y'all rocking and rolling with us. And uh, you can follow me on all social media at I am Dean Edwards, cause ooh, what? That's who I am. Uh, shout out to all all things comedy. Shout out to uh, uh, Sky Radio, and uh, and we'll catch y'all next week with with more of this uh, this banger of a podcast in the Father Monkey Protocol. All love, two fingers. Uh, we out, son. <laughs>